Here's the Smart Retirement Podcast, brought to you by Smart Retirement Media. Now, here's your hosts, Matt and Jeff. Welcome back, listeners, for another great episode of the Smart Retirement Podcast. This is your co-host, Matt Hollander, joined today with my co-host, Jeff Shulam. How are we doing, Jeff? Excellent. How are you? I like that smile. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to smile. Um, <laughs> there's been so much traveling going on lately now that everything's opening back up. Um, I, I think I've been to three different countries now in the last 30 days. Um, just just really enjoying life. Um, I haven't really been able to go out and do seminars because I think a lot of the uh, the community here is a little nervous with this Delta variant coming out with covid not really wanting to get back into rooms and things. So uh, continuing doing my webinars for uh, people that you know, don't want to be in a room, but at the same time, it's I can do a webinar anywhere in the world. So it's been pretty, uh, pretty nice. I mean, uh, being able to travel, get to see new places, just kind of open up my mind and, and, and keep a, a healthy mind, I think has been pretty important. But uh, I'm sure tequila was involved with uh, that open mind. Yeah. So one of the, one of the places we went to, uh, I was down in uh, Cancun and I was over in Cabo San Lucas. And uh, awesome. it was probably a fair share of tequila drank. Um, you know, when you're in Mexico, you have to drink tequila. We did the, uh, the t- typical uh, Cabo Wabo stop while we were in Cabo San Lucas. And, uh, you know, that was a... Uh, it was a rough next morning, but uh, it, it was what it was. <laughs> what have you been Did up to? Did you get any uh, time to relax and think about uh, your retirement? You know, I try to do that as much as I can. But uh, yeah, while I was in Cancun, I actually had three days uh, by myself and really oh, just got nice. to sit on the beach and reflect on a lot of things. And listeners, I mean, if you, if you haven't taken a vacation by yourself, if you're not married, don't have a significant other, I strongly suggest you do so. Uh, and go to a foreign country where you don't speak the language. Uh, it makes things really, really interesting, and uh, <laughs> you really get to kind of have a, a new finding for yourself. So it was, it was kind of fun. But excellent. You been doing any traveling, Jeff, since our last episode? No, I've had friends staying over and and uh, showing her showing them around Los Angeles area, which has been fun. I went up to the Getty Museum. I haven't been up there for a while. It's so beautiful. Um, the the gardens up there and the building, and took some some great shots and, and, uh, you know, the, it was, it was interesting because I, I, I watched, I, I viewed the, the little timeline of Getty himself and him growing up in the Midwest someplace and discovering oil. And, you know, by the, the year 19, I don't know what it was, 76, he was the richest man in the world. Sure. And I'm thinking to myself, especially as a, as an accountant, I'm thinking, man, I got to get into a business where your cost of goods sold is zero, right? I mean, yes, there's the cost of acquisition to extract oil, but once that's, you know, paid off, I mean, you know, having oil or let's say, uh, uh, you know, uh, Hertz, you know, he, he was in the media business. What does he do? He's, he's creating content. That was free too. I mean, those are those are the types of businesses we should be in, Matt. Yeah, is, any, uh, anything that has residual income, right? At the end of the day, as well. Uh, absolutely. You know, that doesn't yeah, have like that. that. Sold, so. Yeah, um, so, so nothing major on my end, but uh, I've been working hard. Good. But, uh, hope to see that behind me and uh, enjoy the the fall. 
Well, I think during this fall, you and I need to take our annual trip. I don't know if we're going to go back down to Costa Rica, but we got to do something. So, um, which kind of leads me to, you know, what we're going to talk about today. So we've got episode 56 and we're essentially going to be talking about where we want to retire. So episode title is going to be where we finish in racing or in retirement is important. Right, Jeff? I mean, we got to have happiness wherever we retire. And uh you know if you have a choice of where you want to retire i mean how do you make that decision right um how much money do you have to retire on right i think that's going to be the first thing to figure out um i think that you know the cost of living of where you're ever wherever you're going to decide to settle is going to be important um you know whether it be from city to city from the state that you're in or moving to a different state or heck even moving out of the country right um, but I mean, you know, some people have family, right? You want to be close to your family. Um, that might be play a huge role into it. My dad, for instance, uh, when they were living in California, they were by the beach. He's got really bad arthritis and he'd wake up in the morning in a lot of pain. Uh, couldn't really move around a whole lot. It was miserable. Um, so when I actually moved out to Arizona, he was like, let's go. His doctor told him, you know, dry climate is perfect for arthritis. I can tell you seven years ago when they moved out here, he hasn't had arthritis pain anymore. So nice. there's something to be said for that dry weather, right? Um, but I mean, real estate costs, healthcare costs, these are all things that we're, you know, we've got to look into. But then secondly is what do you have for hobbies, right? Because yep. a lot of people think that their expenses are going to go down when they retire. I usually find it's the exact opposite. <laughs> well, our hobbies are very expensive. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, this is true. But I think even for the you know average person that doesn't go out and race like you and I do, Jeff, um, you know they, they may be golfers, they may be this, they may be that, and they have hobbies, and now they're gonna have all this free time. Well, how are you gonna take up your free time? You're gonna spend it on hobbies, right? And depending on where you're at, around a golf. Right, could be sixty dollars. It could be six hundred dollars. Right. I mean, I say six hundred dollars, kind of jokingly ish. Uh, I took a trip uh, a couple years ago out to West Virginia, and we stayed at the Greenbrier, which was a uh, an old Secret Service bunker back during the Cold War. It basically looks wow. like a mini White House, but they have the they have an annual golf tournament out there, and to get out there for a round of golf is seven hundred dollars a round, plus your cart cart plus your clubs plus plus right so if you're an avid golfer do you want to be there do you want to be somewhere in arizona where we've got a ton of golf but in arizona you can only really golf nine months out of the year unless you're superhuman and can golf in 110 degrees or want to get up at five o'clock in the morning as the sun's coming up so i think that's a lot of hobby (laughs) (laughs) sounds like work So I, I think to, in today's episode, Jeff, I, I want to get into some of the statistics of what we're seeing. Uh, I know you had done some research. Bankrate had done a, a survey that I want to get into a little bit as well. Uh, just talking about the the different percentages of what kind of goes into the basis of how to make that decision and maybe come up with some recommendations for our listeners uh, to kind of get them on track of how they can budget for where they want to retire. Uh, you know, because if they're finding, you know, 
I, we talk about a lot on the show is creating a retirement plan, right, Jeff? And by doing so, you're you're trying to have some expectation of how much money you're how much money you're going to have throughout your life expectancy. Now, if we can reduce the cost of living and still have a happy retirement, you know, and maybe have some money left over for the for the heirs, maybe that's what you're trying to accomplish. But I think today's episode, I think it'll be pretty beneficial to any of these people that are probably five to ten years away from retirement really trying to put their head down and really figure out where do we want to do go and what do we want to do when we retire. So, right. So you, what, what you get, you have to take into consideration when you're setting up that retirement plan is, you know, the cost of living and where you're going to live, because that's going to vary dramatically. And have you paid off your home? You know, are you planning on traveling? Uh, you know, those are all kinds of big expenses. That you got to take into consideration and obviously you know in different countries cost of living might be different higher or lower and and i think if anything we're, we should talk about maybe you know staying home for a little bit and, and maybe what what are the places in the united states that are good places to live and why and what are the bad places um, sure well to avoid absolutely so, yeah i think that's a great topic for our listeners all right. Well, then let's do this. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll get into the statistics and some of the ins and outs of where Jeff and I may think may be a, a good place for you to retire. So listeners, stick around. Yeah. We'll be right back after this short break. It's been a roller coaster of a start to the new decade. From the pandemic to the election, record low interest rates, a wild market, home prices that seem to have no ceiling, it leaves us asking what's next? Can the economy and the market continue to grow? What will this past election do to my investments? Is it time to sell my home before the market adjusts to downsize? How can I best maneuver to maximize return? The answer is simple. It never hurts to get a second opinion. From a team like Century Financial Consultants, with over 40 years of financial planning experience, get a free income analysis from Century Financial Consultants today to see where you stand and if you're ready for any changes we may face in the coming year. Give Century Financial Consultants a call today at 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE. Prepare for an uncertain tomorrow so you can relax and enjoy today. Get a free income analysis from Century Financial Consultants at 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE. Century Financial Consultants, California license number 0L23991 and 017-5638. listeners from that short break. Uh, welcome back. We're going to be talking about episode 56 here, just kind of talking about where we finish in racing or retirement is important, right? So we're trying to get into the idea of where are we going to retire? Where are we going to spend the rest of our lives? And what are the factors that are going to come into that decision, right? 
Uh, I think we can all agree that retirement definitely brings a slower pace of life, right? We don't have those work deadlines we're trying to meet. Um, we're not playing the office politics and things anymore. And we're not trying to stay afloat in these big cities, right? San Francisco, New York, spending X amount of dollars for our cost of cost of living, right? We've hit in our golden years. We're, we're on the route for our 20, 30, maybe even 40 year vacation. Where are we going to go, right? We're going to settle by a beach. We're going to go to the mountains. Do we like fishing? Do we like golf? Do you like cross country skiing? These are all things that are going to come into that decision, right? But Bankrate did a really, really good job. And Jeff, thank you again for finding this uh, report. And listeners, I'll, I'll make sure to uh, put a copy of this report so you can kind of go through, find your state. But they're really ranking this on five different things. So first, and this is going to be 40% of the uh, decision of how they're ranking things, is going to be the affordability rank or your cost of living for this certain state or area. The next thing they're going to look at is the wellness rank, and that's going to take up 20%. So that's going to be our healthcare costs, um, you know, services that are available, et cetera, et cetera, there. Uh, next on the line is going to be our culture rank. So 15% of culture rank. Uh, next going to be weather. You know, Jeff, we talked about it a little bit ago with my dad's arthritis. I mean, that can go into the wellness or they could go into the, the dry climate, uh, but weather rank. So that's going to be 15%. And really important, crime rank right? Crime rank or crime rate, if you will, uh, they're going to put as 10%. So what I'd like to do now, Jeff, is let's go through the top 10 worst states, according to bank rate, it says that you or me, um, that they're saying are, you know, based upon these different factors, not really the best states to necessarily retire in. So the first one on the list is actually Maryland. So they're saying Maryland is the worst state in the country to retire on. Now, a lot of that's coming from their wellness rank, uh, whether it be the cost of healthcare and things there, um, and then also crime. I mean, crime is pretty high in their statistics uh, based upon this survey. So follow so Wellness isn't uh, what kind of spas they have? I, I thought that's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go so, on. So, I mean, to give you an idea, Jeff, I mean, wellness rank, you know, out of 100, some of these states are up in the 30s and 40s, even 50s. Yeah. Uh, Maryland's at four. Oh, my God. Okay. I think they're the worst on the chart other than Hawaii. Hawaii's got a two for when it comes to wellness. Um, I mean, granted, everything's such a far distance. Sometimes when you're in Hawaii, it's kind of hard to judge those things. But huh. So we've got Maryland is the worst, followed by Minnesota. And followed by Kansas, Montana, Alaska, believe it or not. I mean, I guess Alaska makes sense. It's kind of hard to get anywhere in Alaska. Everything's spread out, right? You take a seaplane to the hospital if you need to, and that's going to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maine. And what's interesting about Maine is they've got a one when it comes to their culture rank. Culture. Oh, I mean, I guess if you're not a lobster, you know, if you're not in lobster and things in Maine, you're just, you're not in the cool crowd. I don't know. Is it, it's culture, that thing that grows in your ear or in your underneath <laughs> your ear. So you've got uh, Alaska, Maine, uh, Arkansas, Alabama, believe it or not. In uh, Alabama, I was kind of shocked. Uh, but what they're saying is the affordability rank in Alabama lately, the, the cost of real estate, and the cost of living in Alabama is actually going up. Hey. Um, huh. Maybe it's something to do with things that are going in the politics, right? Uh, I, I, you, you see a mm -hmm. lot of people going from California to New York and moving into what are these 
pur purple or red states uh, to eliminate taxes in retirement, right? Might not even be for political reasons. They're just trying to get away from the taxation uh, during the retirement since they're not earning in these in these areas, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but Alabama is definitely towards the lower side of affordability. Um, and then for a tie, we've got Idaho and Connecticut and Washington. So Connecticut hmm. and Washington, Connecticut makes sense. Being the East Coast, uh, they're saying the affordability there is uh, actually pretty decent. But when it comes to wellness, culture, and crime, it's pretty high. Right? So hmm. maybe you don't want to move to Connecticut. But that you know that's kind of like being up in New York. Right. Or, you know, California is not too far out of this. I think it's number 37. So we'll say the 13th uh, worst place to retire. Uh, now, granted, if you've got the money, go for it. Right. If you if your dream is to be by the beach and you want 75 degree weather most of the year, Jeff, you know it best. I mean, if you were out living in Malibu, you'd probably have that. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm yeah, surprised you, at Idaho. I, I thought Idaho would have been a nice place to to be, I, I know I've been up there a couple of times and really enjoyed it up there. Well, you know what they say about Idaho is is the affordability and things are pretty, pretty good, but what they're finding is the crime rate there is bad. Mm. So mm. I don't know if it's the younger generation and there's a lot of drug use and stuff going on there. That could be part of the reason of the crime being yeah. kind of where it is. Um, you know, in retirement, you don't wanna have to have, you know, these locked screen doors and these locked windows and bars over your windows, you want to be able to look out and really enjoy what you're doing, right? Sure. And I'm sure, you know, you're a little bit more vulnerable too. When once you get older, you don't want to be caught up in any of those crime situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, oh. and then I so wonder on culture, I assume that that means more like, um, you know, the theaters and the museums and things like that. Um, because I know that, you know, I have season tickets to certain theaters and I love the Hollywood Bowl. I, I, it would be hard for me to leave Los Angeles to leave, the, you know, the Hollywood Bowl. It's just such a beautiful experience every time I go there. So I, I, get, I get the reason why culture is, is such a high percentage of, of this survey. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you definitely want to be able to to interact and be able to go out and do some of those things. So I, I definitely can get that. I mean, you go out to like Alaska, for instance, I mean, with their culture, their culture statistic being so low. I mean, other than if you're a fisherman and you want to go to some of the national parks, not to hate on any of our Alaska listeners, um, but it's so darn cold there and the sunshine is not always there. What do you do? Yeah. Right. And so. I assume that maybe the uh, maybe it's part of the affordability, but taxes. You know, I mean, certain states are better than others when it comes to that. Obviously, some don't even have taxes. Sure. And that would be a nice thing to be able to save ten percent of your of your income by not having to pay taxes, and that would make it more affordable. But sometimes, yeah. like states with uh, like Texas, you know, they don't have basically an income tax, but the property tax is very high. So, I mean, it's, it, it, they're going to get you somehow, right? Sure. Sure. So, if you're gonna well, be let's get off of the somber tone and let's get to more of a positive thing. Let's talk about the 10 best. Yeah. Bank rate. Um, we'll start with number 10 and let's, we'll go to the best. Okay. So they're saying number 10, uh, based on affordability and the weather is actually Kentucky. Huh. Okay. 
So Kentucky, and, and, and we're going to kind of hang out in the Midwest a little bit here. So we've got Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio. That's your, your number 10, uh, 9, and 8, uh, or your you know uh, top three, if you will, uh, or low three, uh, followed by none other than Arizona. Nice. <laughs> um, Arizona, you know, their, their affordability rank, pretty high. Right. We're, we're starting to, especially now, we're starting to see some of those California real estate prices, especially in the Phoenix market. Um, I can tell you over the last four years watching the real estate market here, being a buyer in the market and seeing this stuff, it is crazy. Mm. I mean, I've got friends that live out in the Pasadena, L.A. area that are buying a you know 2,500 square foot house, uh, three bedroom, two bath in a nice neighborhood. And they're spending less money there than they would be here in Scottsdale. Interesting. Um, granted, property taxes and things and taxes in general are lower here, uh, but you don't have the weather like you necessarily do in Pasadena. Now, Pasadena gets warm. It's, it's inland. Um, but they're actually saying Arizona has some of the best weather. Yes, it's hot, right? But it's a dry climate. So that goes right back to what I was talking about earlier with my dad's arthritis. So number seven, Arizona. Uh, number six, Wyoming. Jeff, you ever been to Wyoming? I have. I love it there. Okay. I have never been. I know there's you know stuff to do up there, but it's just a huge state, just like Montana. Uh, so I've yeah. not been up there. Um, this one kind of took me by surprise. Number five was Massachusetts. You know, I always thought those East Coast states mm. were going to be extremely expensive. Now, what they're saying is Massachusetts, yes, definitely has a very high cost of living but their weather is great, supposedly, and their wellness. So their healthcare and the you know, things that are available to you for your wellness are excellent. It's actually the best in the country. Interesting. So I was, I was kind of shocked. Uh, number four, Missouri, or Missouri, depending on where, you know, in the states that you live and how you pronounce it. Uh, number three is Tennessee, one of my favorite states. Really? Uh, Yep. So Tennessee is actually the most affordable state to live in as of when this survey was reported. And now so they're, they're using data from 2020 uh, to make this survey. So it's, it's, it's not quite this year, but, you know, they're going off last year's data. Um, most affordable state to live in is Tennessee. Uh, healthcare is expensive, but the weather and affordability for cost of living is probably some of the cheapest in the country. A lot of fun stuff to do in Tennessee. I don't know about you, Jeff, but I've spent some time over in Nashville. If you like live music, it is the place to be. Um, the way I kind of call it the country music Vegas, if you will. Uh, there's always something to do there and just great people. You've got that Southern comfort kind of vibe. Uh, the people are wonderful. You know, Absolutely so. wonderful. Yeah, I, I was very fortunate to be able to represent my, my uh, college. Um, and went to the uh, collegiate finals in racquetball that was in oh. Memphis. And I was hosted by a, a local family that were the nicest people I've ever met in the world. Yeah. They were just sweet and just so giving and caring and and you know, let me into their home, and oh my god, it was such a great experience. And obviously, the food there is amazing. And and uh, yeah, no, I had a really good time. Really good time. It was a little eye opening in certain areas, but it was it was uh, a place I would definitely go back. 
Sure. Uh, number two, Florida. Wow. I don't think that's going to be really a whole surprise for everyone. I think a lot of people may have thought that Florida was going to be number one, right? Mm. But because of the influx of the New Yorkers and the East Coasters that are moving down there, just like Arizona, it's bringing those real estate prices up. So the affordability rank for Florida is actually increasing. Now, what I will say is their wellness, their culture, uh, their weather. You know, if you can deal with the humidity during the summer, great place. If you can deal with the bugs. I spent a summer in Florida and <laughs> you've got to have the screened in around the, you know, your back patio because you'd have a light on and you just get swarmed with bugs back there. But, oh, no. um, you know, if you, if you figure out ways to get around it, it's, it's a lovely place to be. Uh, you're right next to the water. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things to do. You know, it's definitely in some areas, very good retirement communities. Got a lot of those 55 and over active adult communities which yeah. is really good for wellness, right? You got a place that has pickleball, racquetball, you know, some of those sports that the, the older generation really enjoy playing. Uh, I think that's super important. And how many racetracks do they have there? Uh, what? Yeah. I'm in here. Daytona, really we got, Daytona, we've got Sebring. Sebring. Uh, we've probably got a couple others that I can't think of off the top of my head because it's I've never over. been to, but I've been to Daytona and Sebring. Definitely. So, you know, they definitely have some, some fun stuff out there. And uh, so number one for me was a little bit of a shocker. I don't know about you, Jeff, but uh, drum roll, please. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> Georgia. Georgia sure. is the number one state, according to Bankrate, to retire in. What? Now, the reasons for this, teaches. the affordability rank. So it comes in right behind Florida or right behind Tennessee as far as affordability. The weather uh, comes in right behind Arizona. So you, you've got a little bit less humidity, especially if you're in a little bit the eastern, northeast part of Georgia. You've got away from the humidity, away from the, uh, um, uh, the humidity coming off the ocean and things. Uh, crime rate, fairly low compared to some of the others. Uh, you know, I would say it's actually half uh, about of what they're considering Tennessee is. So that's where it gets a lot of its score. Oh. Um, the where it does lack is culture. Okay, mm. they've got really good wellness stuff, not a whole lot of culture. So I don't know if that means that you know if you're not into oranges and things like that, you're not in the in crowd. But you know, listeners, if you're listening to this show and you're like, "Hey, Matt, hey Jeff, you guys are full of it. We think this state. I'd love to hear why. Shoot yeah. us an email. Let's have a conversation about it. Uh, shoot us an email at info at smartretirementcast." Dot com. Again, that's info at smartretirementcast.com or give us a call 866-53-RETIRE. Love to hear from our listeners. If you're li 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 yeah, living in any of these states and you know, you're like, you know, I think this is a little bit different. I'd love to hear about it. You know, I, I talk to so many different people uh, on a daily basis from different states, always looking for advice from their peers. Um, you know, so this really covers the 50 states, but you know, I kind of started this episode talking about, cool, it might be cool to go from city to city or from state to state, but what if we go out of the country? Let's get out of here. <laughs> you know, so we get out of the country. Where do we go? Where would you go, Jeff? First place that comes to mind is uh, Italy. I think that okay. I'll probably wind up having... Spending a lot of my time in Italy and, you know, and obviously some place like Costa Rica, maybe New Zealand, you know, 
someplace that's got a lot of activity, a lot of, a lot of culture, maybe, you know, the culture probably means a little bit different, you know, it, it might not mean theater and, and, and the Hollywood bowl, but it might be, you know, the culture of that particular, um, society that lives there and, and the history of the people there, which always fascinates me. That's one of the reasons why I love China so much. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I don't see myself actually buying a place. I think that as much as I've traveled, I've always liked coming back to Los Angeles. I like calling Los Angeles my home. Um, I think that when 70% of my friends are for someplace else, you know, something is, is there's something to be said about Los Angeles. Uh, and, uh, but, um, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I'd ever buy another place someplace, to be honest with you. I, I think I'll probably stay in Los Angeles for not only the culture, but the medical, the friends and family, uh, and the weather, I, I can't, I can't knock the weather. Sure. You know, well, you know what I find and, and the, the canyon roads of Amalala. <laughs> Let's well, be sure. I mean, <laughs> as long as you can still drive that stick shift, you know, until you have to go with the automatic, I, I get it. Nah. Fun, so. Ain't going to happen. Gonna... <laughs> That's what the short shifter's for. I don't have to shift as much. <laughs> there you go. You still got to pierce the clutch pedal, though, buddy. Ooh. Um, you know, what I found interesting in the survey that you sent over, Jeff, is for the for our internationally-minded listeners, uh the top five countries in 2021 that they're saying people are looking into retiring into is one, Jeff, you just mentioned it, Costa Rica. You know, oh. you and I have spent some time down there together. It's fantastic. The healthcare is good, uh, if not great. Uh, you know, you've got the bordering uh, country to there, Panama down off the south, Mexico, really? uh, Colombia, and oh. Portugal. Wow. Those are, those are your top five. Portugal. Portugal, huh. baby. Um, Interesting. one of the things, you know, the thing I want to point out here is if we're looking at going outside of the U S there's definitely some things and hurdles that you want to pay attention to if this is something you're considering. So first would be the ease of buying and owning property, um, and the value of the property investments in that area. You know, I've got a buddy that's looking at buying a property in Cabo San Lucas right now. Uh, the market's really hot down there, right? Everyone's trying to get out of the U S wants to just kind of not deal with some of the restrictions and things here. So I think it's driving the market up, but what happens if the market crashes there? I mean, people don't buy houses down there with anything less than cash. They don't really do mortgages like we do here in the United States. So right. now you're in a position where if the market tanks, you're stuck with this property, man. Yeah. And you could be sitting with that thing for 10, 15 years. So it's one of those things you want to analyze and make sure that you're making a decision that can be a lifelong decision if you're going to be doing something like that. Um, if you're not buying, well, what's the cost of renting? And what does the inflation look like in that country when it comes to that? Because when we're trying to budget, we want to ensure that we can afford the rental costs of that building or that apartment or condo or house, right? And there's also um, a lot of restrictions sometimes on foreigners owning property. In, in absolutely. General. So you got to know those those laws. Yeah. Um, you know, there may be benefits and discounts on healthcare and some of your entertainment stuff. I mean. You know, if it's $60 for a round of golf here, maybe it's 30 down there. So, I mean, it makes sense there and you're budgeting. Uh, but like you just said, Jeff, I mean, your visa and your residency requirements for buying, owning, or renting property there, or maybe becoming a citizen in that country, look up the ways to do that. I mean, you have to be employed to be a citizen there. 
Um, cost of living, we talked about that. And, you know, we got to be able to make friends, right? Sure. So how do we fit in in the community? Do we like the people? Can we make friends? Are we going to learn the language? If, we, if we're going down, you know, past the border, down to Mexico and things, are we going to learn Spanish? See, si. We should. See, <laughs> si. um, Entertainment, amenities, what's there to do? What are we going to do to stay active? Uh, you know, we got to stay healthy. You know, how's the gym stuff? What's all that look like? What's the development and infrastructure like, right? I mean, is it is it up and coming or is it a dying city, right? You don't want to be in an area where it's a dying city. It's going to be kind of sad, somber. You don't want that. In your golden years, you want these exciting times. You want to have fun. Um, you know, climate, right? Jeff, we went down to Costa Rica in November of last year. Perfect weather. I mean, it was a little humid. It was a little hot, but it wasn't terrible. I imagine during their peak summer, it's a little more miserable. But, you know, can you deal with it? I don't know that it's going to be any worse than maybe living in Miami. Sorry, any of our Miami listeners. You know, and then the, and the other thing you want to look at is the stability of the political culture there, right? I mean, I know we've got a kind of, and I don't want to get political here, but we've got some interesting things going on here in our home front. And good, bad, or indifferent, you know, we still are, you know, a nation that it's, you know, followed by a constitution, things like that. We've got good law enforcement for the most part. Um, you start going into these third world countries, you know, you want to look into those things and you want to make sure that you're going to be safe. You know, again, talked about it earlier. You don't want to have those bars on stuff on your windows. Um, If you're going out of the country, it might be good to look into these communities that have, you know, a gated entry and you're in a community where you've got security going around, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, hard to say. Or tell everybody that you're from Canada. Everybody loves Canadians. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Do you remember uh, um, when we were down in Costa Rica, I remember asking our, our, our trusted guide about all the the bars on the windows there. And I, I thought it was so interesting to hear that it wasn't, it wasn't that people were breaking in and stealing things. They were breaking in and stealing food. Right. You know, it was more of a survival thing than I need to go hawk something, you know, for drugs, you know, that sure. type of thing. It's very interesting to. Yeah. It was just more for necessities and trying to get by. Right. Yeah. 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 Sad. Well, Jeff, uh, I appreciate you spending the time and kind of researching this episode for us. I've been traveling too much to spend too much time on it, but you know, um, you know, when it comes to racing, where you finish is probably one of the most important things, um, you know, in racing. I mean, why else do we race? We want to win. Right. Um, you know, and I think we can look at the same a lot in retirement, right? The finishing years of your life is retirement. And the factors that go into that to bring you joy and fulfillment, um, you know, in that retirement are extremely important. So I guess, you know, we kind of have to end with this with saying prepare wisely and and finish strong, right? There you go. So, uh, Jeff, is there anything you'd like to add before we uh, wrap up the show for this evening and I head off to Mexico tomorrow? You have to be able to finish to win. Is that what the, the saying is? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah. And, uh, and we, 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 we're in the first corner. 
Exactly. <laughs> That's debatable. Unless you watched the Formula One race this last. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I won't even get into that. We could have a separate racing podcast. I know. I, I, I got a. I got a couple of pictures. I got to send you some, of some jokes about uh, I love Hamilton. It. Oh my god! Send them my way. Send them my way. And listeners, again, if uh, if you've got any questions, comments, you have a question that uh, you want us to air on the show, be happy to read it. We'll leave any personal details out, but love to share some of the things that come in from our listeners. Eight six six five three retire. Again, that's eight six six five three retire. Or shoot us an email at info at smartretirementcast.com. So, Jeff, thanks again for joining me today in uh, episode 56. And listeners, let's go out and make the rest of our lives the best of our lives. Thanks, Matt. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide or construed as providing specific investment advice. Any economic forecast set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee the strategies promoted will be successful. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy or risk management technique can guarantee return or eliminate risk in all market environments. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. California license number 0175638, NMLS number 1246224. Best is yet to come, and babe, won't that be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come And babe, won't it be fine?